Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Muckley Moment. We are a podcast about everything, anything, and nothing all at the <laughs> same time. And today, we got like an OG castmate back in the house. Mm, we got Loggy Longbottom back with us. Longbottom. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a good one. That's I've a good had, one. I haven't heard that one in a while, but it's a good one as well. Yeah. Oh, How man. you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, pretty good year, all things considered. You know, it was a, all things considered, it was a pretty poor year. But you know, as yeah. far as things were concerned, it wasn't too. It could. It wasn't as bad as it could have been. You know. So. Yeah, I think that's the perspective I have this past year. Like mm. it's bad, but then I start comparing. I'm like, at it's least like, I'm not in the states. Yeah, comparatively, <laughs> compared to the UK, which literally. So I did the talk orientation lecture again. And there were zero UK applicants uh-huh. because they're not allowing UK applicants at the moment. Oh, that, that's how that's how bad it is. Shit. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Who they allow? Just the states? So uh, they allowed everything, every every one of the normal ones except for the UK and South Africa because of the new strains. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. So um, no UK applicants this year, and I think for Epic as well. So. Yeah, I heard Epic. They didn't allow uh, South Africans this year. That's what I heard. Mm. Yeah. Well, shit, it's good to see you, man. You look like yeah. you lost weight. R- really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I did or didn't, but I guess I'm a little skinnier than usual. I've been not gorging as much as I used to, I guess. <laughs> no, oh. I, I feel you. I think ever since everybody left, I've lost weight too. Mm. It's like I have no one to drink with. I got no one to go eat gopchang with and shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's just like... And I mean, it's also the like corona everything's like everybody's kind of mm. in too, so it's like... I haven't been eating out as much. Yeah. <laughs> in general, yeah. Um, yeah, doing a lot more home cooking. Mm. I learned how to cook a lot more foods than I would have. And I've also been doing, like, I would order, like, <clears throat> two or three person portions on things that are easy to store. So, like, kimchi jjigae. Mm. I order from this place now, kimchi jjigae. You can order, like, a two person uh, size. And then, literally, you can eat it for the whole week because you just add water. And then, if you have kimchi at home, you can add just more kimchi. And then I even at one point I bought um, mokso and I cut that up and I threw that in as well. So it's just for the whole week I'm just eating kimchi jjigae. Well, all of a sudden that became like pude jjigae after you put the mokso in and shit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> throw some sausages in there and ramen. You got pude jjigae. <laughs> like it's it's a regular old hot pot. You can add it whatever you want and however you want to enjoy it. Yeah. You know? yeah. So oh, shit. I guess you know learning a bit more home cooking or stuff like that. Well, that's good, man. Yeah, so all, th- all things considered, not too bad, and yeah. uh, not as much exercise as I would have, but, yeah. Uh, same. I haven't been mm. exercising that much. Mm. I'm trying to get back in the gym. I was planning this week to get back in, but mm. there's just, things just kept popping up this week. Like, I had a birthday mm. on Monday, and then, not my birthday, just like a co-worker's birthday, um, and then just a bunch of random shit just happening this week. And it's only mm. a Wednesday today. And then I have it's this, only Wednesday. Yeah, and I mean, I have this recording with you. I'm yeah. not complaining. I'm just saying I've just been busy. But uh, judging from the group chats, you've been really busy with Makali moments, getting a lot of people on, all things considered. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, not really. I think it's been a lot slower. Um, mm. I, I didn't really get to talk to you about this yet, but I'm planning to end Makali moments. Oh, already? Yeah. Um, for me, I think... Well, you, I think you kind of know me by now. 
I'm kind of mm. in general. I'm pretty much a homebody. Mm. Like, just in general. Like the only time I really go out and meet people is if someone invites me out. You know. <laughs> Right, yeah. uh, th that's just the truth of it. Like the only time I really plan any type of event is either the dinner events or the uh, or the podcast. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I really don't go out of my way to meet people. Mm -hmm. And like everyone's gone now, you mm -hmm. know. Like Abena moved to Gwangju, Europe and Seoul. Mm -hmm. You know, Musa, Micah, Charlie—they're gone too. Mm -hmm. So like my staple group to do the podcast mm -hmm. with is gone. Right. So now I'm kind of relying on people that I'm not really that close to, to do the podcast with. Right. Um, that's not to say that I'm not having fun with them. Like, I mean, every experience has been really good for me. Like, I enjoyed every episode that I've done. Like, I love right. them. But at the end of the day, it's still different. You know, mm. doing a podcast with you is different than doing a podcast with, like, an acquaintance, you know? Yeah, like, we built up, like, what, a good three or four years of history before we actually did started the podcast. So there was that back record, and then all the new people that come in only have like, you know, a day's worth, yeah, a exactly. month's worth, a week's worth mm -hmm, exactly. of history, you know. And on top of that, like I'm not very active in the foreign community anymore, anyways. So it's like I'm not meeting new people, like I'm not mentoring anymore, you mm -hmm. know. And I'm not really friends with. Well, I am friends with some of the mentors, but I mean, I'm not close enough to them where I'm gonna meet their mentees, you know. Mm. It's not like me hanging out with you and I hang out with your mentees as well. And like, are they even, <clears throat> from what the way I hear, they're not even hanging out with their mentees because it's everything's on Zoom, isn't it? Yeah, so that's part of the reason I quit too because I quit like during the corona time. So um, mm. everything moved to Zoom pretty much, all the meetings. Yeah. And like from yeah. what I've heard too, I think because of corona, even the, the intakes they come in, they're not exactly friends either. Like they don't have the opportunity to socialize like we did. You know, really, like going out to Doonsan or whatever, just to socialize, to meet each other and become friends. They're not yeah. really having the opportunity to do that. So the a big problem I've been hearing lately from the other mentors is that the mentees aren't really friends. This is what I've heard. I have. Was, well, how big was the intake this year compared to other previous years? Uh, well, in Tejan, let's see. The spring was pretty big. I think it was like normal, like 30, 40 kids. Mm. And then they didn't have one for august the fall oh intake. they didn't they didn't have the august intake i didn't think it was just epic epic didn't have the august intake no epic usually has an august intake no 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 but... for, for uh this year because of corona they canceled no? they did they, they canceled it wow I, I don't remember i actually i had no idea oh well uh, neither do i because no I, I was i was invited to that orientation i was invited to lecture at that orientation i didn't take it because i had my oh. english camps I think. Oh, maybe it was just Taejon. Then okay, no, I don't know. Maybe it was just Taejon. Okay, because I, I don't think they had a intake for August last year. Maybe I'm mistaken, and it was <clears> the year before, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I yeah, it must have been because it was definitely this school. I'm the one I'm working at now. Yeah. So it must have been this year. Mm. Or was it? Maybe it was the spring intake of last year. No, it can't no. have been because it must have been camps. It must have been camps. So. It must have been the August intake. Yeah, it was probably August because mm. I still I still taught the first Corona kids in spring. They came here in spring. That was my last mm. mentee group. Mm. And then I quit because that group was causing me a lot of problems. <laughs> oh. Uh, and then I quit. <laughs> so then the August intake. That yes, it was the August intake because I remember specifically because there was no new kids, and because everything was on Zoom, 
they made the spring intake do mentoring huh. for an entire year. So wow. like usually we only had them for like what five six months. Um, oh. Now we would have had them for an entire year, but they scrambled them the second time around though. Like for August, they scrambled the kids around, so you got new kids. But the problem was that for me, because um, I was talking with the other mentors at that time, I was like, "Hey guys, are we all?" This was the final meeting with the mentors. We all sat down yeah. and we were like, "Hey." Did you have this type of problem, this type of problem, and that type of problem? Everybody just kind of shook their head. They're like, yeah, we all had the same problem. Mm. And I think a part of it was, one, corona. Two, I think the personalities, their personalities are a little different, that intake. Um, wow. they, they just weren't very sociable people. And they weren't very professional. I'll just be honest. They weren't very professional. Nor were they sociable. Uh, I've only had that impression from one group in general but mm. over, overall they always seemed like sociable people yeah. i only i only asked because the talk program only had less no just 31 intake for this year 31 kids in the intake oh 31 people total uh. for the intake and compared to previous year previous years they would have 200 mm. right so That's in this drop. 30 the the general impression i get is that if you're not friends with this 30, like... You got no um, friends. You don't, you don't have options. You don't have options, right? So yeah. you're either friends with them or, well, they all go to different provinces anyway. But like, um, you know, previous years, you could have like hung out in a different clique and you're going to probably find someone that way because there's 200 people or so. Yeah. But like this one is like within the 30, it's like either just know them or not. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, but this year, just now. So they probably came like last week, probably. There is a new spring intake for this year, though. Yep. Yeah, because um, I just met up with uh, one of our old friends. Yes, I saw that on your Instagram. I was like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah I was like, like, he told me he was coming ahead of time. And he told me he was applying to Gyeonggi-do. And uh, we thought, oh, great, Gyeonggi-do. Like, that would probably be cool. And then he gets assigned to literally North Korea. <laughs> Wait, where the fuck Did is he? Did you know this? Well, I know he's in Korea. You told me, like, a while he's, back. He's assigned to the, the basically, the, was it, the 38th parallel. What city is that? Paju? The thirty um it's the 38th parallel yeah, yeah, divide yeah. between North yeah, yeah, and South yeah, yeah. Korea. But what but, city but on the 38th? Uh was it Yong Yongtown? Okay. Yongtown, I, I think, or something. But okay. like really far north. Like really far to the north. That's, like, that's more butt fuck than his first city, probably, man. Yeah, he's like he's he's so done with the epic program. After this, he's like he either he's doing hogwans. He needs something like something that will directly let him control his location. You know? Yeah. Because like with, with with when he first applied to Epic, he ended somewhere out in the south, you know, in the countryside, mm -hmm. right? Good pay, but absolutely bugger all. Then the second year, he ended up in Daejeon, but like he's not quite central Daejeon. Yeah, he he's like, like just a little bit to yeah. the outskirts, right? So he's just like every time I apply to a new city, I just end up in the middle of nowhere. And this time, he's literally in the worst possible place. He sees tanks where he's living. That's sick. <laughs> That's fucking sick, man. <laughs> He's next to a train station that connects to North Korea. <laughs> That's fucking dope. Shit. So the station's not in use, obviously, but like yeah. it exists. So there's That's fucking meeting. crazy, man. I want to go visit him just to see what's up. <laughs> yeah. And in order for him to come near to where I'm staying, like he came to Weijongbu and Weijongbu is mm. just like 20 minutes north of me. Yeah. But like that journey for him is like one to two hours. Oof. Well, yeah, and like the buses he gets are rare, especially like after nine o'clock, the, the the in Seoul the transports are cut down. 
Damn. So, so like, well, they cut down and they reduce because they want people to be home before nine. They, it's not like they're not enforcing a curfew, but they're giving you reasons yeah. to not be out after mm. nine. It's just they're just making it so. hard to stay out after nine. Yeah. yeah, so try not to stay out after nine. And you know, all the restaurants are actually closing. There's an essential curfew in that mm. regard. But other than that, like, you know, more or less, Seoul is mostly operating as normal. I would say. Like I got on the subway yesterday to <clears throat> to meet up with him, and it was, it was still sardines. It was still sardines in the Ooh. in the in the train. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, I I don't need to hold on to anything, in order to stay up in the train mm. because everyone's pushed up against me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. You're like, all I swear each there was a guy up. behind me feeling me up. I was like, I was constantly looking back at him. And I was like, dude, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. We I, ain't like that. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been up to Seoul since uh, since Musa left. Like, we were dropping Moose off at the airport. Ah. Uh, yeah, I haven't been up. Like, I've been trying to avoid Seoul. I came back to Taishan only twice. Which oh, yeah? is a bit of a pity. I really wanted to come back more. Wait, when the fuck did you come down? I came <laughs> I came down for a person's birthday that you don't know. And oh, okay. I, I actually left the same day. So mm. I didn't even get to spend that much time in Taishan. And then the second time was shortly around Christmas. Uh, a friend of mine invited me and... I only dropped by then. I actually missed my stop. I ended up in Daegu. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, and then I had to leave literally the morning after as well. So I didn't get to stay uh, very long in Taejeon. Shit, well, fuck you for never saying <laughs> hi when you're in town. Shit. No, that's yeah. cool, man. I, I, I wanted to come down to Taejeon more because there's some friends I still want to visit there. There's a friend of mine that's actually getting married, but I think she's it's delayed for her. And I was hoping to like come down for like over a weekend, something like that. Yeah. And then I can hit up some old friends that way. But whenever mm. I come back, it's like it's never during a good time. Yeah, like, like this whole thing. year, like it never felt like a good time to visit anywhere. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like sometimes when I ask people to hang out in Seoul, mm. like some of them, especially early on, when they were all scared, they were like, because of Corona, there was a lot of places this week and. Yeah. So I don't want to. I don't want to go out and risk it. And then I look at the number, and it's like, you're not even. You're not even that far over a hundred. <laughs> you're saying it's a lot of cases, right? Oh well, like, I was they, freaking they out over like twenty cases. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I don't even know what. I don't pay attention to cases anymore because they, to me, they're just so insignificant compared to the UK. Mm, you know. Yeah. Like when it went over a thousand, my girlfriend was like, "You know, we have over a thousand cases in Korea now," and I'm like, "Let's look at the beginning of the UK. We started with three thousand. Yeah. No, once you put in that perspective, like I don't freak out as much. Um, because yeah. uh, what was it like one time the the US had like what? I think it was like twenty thousand a day or some shit. Over over like at the beginning, it was peaking over two thousand to begin with, like yeah. over ten thousand after so like, like a month or two. Yeah, so like in that perspective, I was fine with it, but I think I just got used to Korean numbers. Especially, I just don't especially, even check, I don't even know them anymore. Yeah. Like, well, they send it I to me don't... every day. That's a problem. Well, not a problem, but they just send it to me every day through like the uh, the emergency signal things. Oh, I, I've disabled those. Oh, yeah, I keep mine on because I got so many. Yeah, it's Seoul. That's Ever why. since Corona, I got so yeah. many. I was just like, okay, no, I just need it disabled. Mm-hmm. Like for most, like for Tejan, I think the most we had in a day was like twenty. That was like well. <laughs> that was like the peak. So even for for me, from my perspective, because that's the like the environment I was living in, it was like twenty a day sounds like a lot. So anything like above ten, I started freaking out. 
But like these days, it's not that. Small. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I'm, now that 20, like twenty people is not even a classroom. Come on. Yeah, for real. It's like, but because I live like that, I start seeing like ten. I'm like, ah, you're staying in this weekend, Dan. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cozy night in. Yeah. But like yeah. these days, it's only been like one or two cases. Yeah, which mm. isn't bad in Tejan. What about teaching in a classroom? What's your worst classroom teaching experience due to COVID specifically? For me, I, I think COVID made my teaching a whole lot easier. Oh, really? The, 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 the biggest problem for me is making games now. Yep. Cause, Everyone has that issue. Yeah, because my, my biggest thing is usually my games are really active. Like a lot of my games are sport-based. Yeah. Like with yep. basketballs and soccer balls and yep. they're throwing shit, you know? Um, like even pa- if it's pass the ball, pass like the, the ball. most elementary game, the most simplest thing, pass the ball, hot potato. I can't even do that now, you know. Mm. Um, team activities, like I can't even do team activities no more. If I'm no. doing te- team activities, they have to be in their seat in a straight row, you know. Even like, strictly speaking, we're not supposed to be doing like talking activities yeah, that much either. Exactly. And it's like, well, how do we learn English? <laughs> exactly. So I've been avoiding a lot of those type of games. So in that aspect teaching has become a lot harder but like my online it's just the scheduling the scheduling is all fucked up in my school like they do it so weird like first and second grade come every day um third fourth fifth and sixth they alternate they alternate but they alternate in such a weird way they alternate and then it's on a wednesday they change the schedule they don't change at the end of the week like the start of the week they do it in the middle of the week so it's like I'm always like, wait, do I have online class today or are or the kids in class today? Like that's mm. another big thing I have a problem with. But mm. as as always, we're the last to know anything in us. Exactly. School. So that's always been the biggest pain for me. But mm. I mean, I've gotten used to it. At this point, it's just like, hey, wh- what am I doing this week? <laughs> Who should I expect this week? You know, what what am I doing tomorrow? <laughs> what am I doing tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. Um, but that's, from Wednesday onwards, what am I doing? <laughs> what, Wednesday onward, what, what am I doing? Like, I know the schedule changes on Wednesday. What am I doing? Yeah. At one point, you're like, fuck it. I've got, I've got a classroom planned for online, one classroom planned for offline. Yeah. Just in case. That, that's kind of how it's been these days. Like, I got a plan for both, just in case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, how's your school doing it? Like, up in Seoul? Um, the year... The year prior has been a bit chaotic, but now it's kind of evened out. Um, I'm... In many respects, I'm a little lucky because I'm in a small school. So my school is like, like I, I was calculating it yesterday. I think I have maybe a hundred or less students total in this school. Oh, that's right? small. Like that's a small school, right? Yeah. So like my classes don't exceed, in most cases don't exceed 15. In some cases don't even exceed like 12, right? Small classes. Mm. Pardon me. And um, so teaching them, oh, at the beginning, it was just, it made my work easier, but it felt like I wasn't teaching, if I were to yeah. sum it up. I was making a lot of videos, and the videos were like, I put a lot of effort into them, and they were like maybe three to five minute videos covering the textbook, stuff like that, maybe some extra stuff. But then by the end of the year, I was just like, why am I putting so much effort into the production of this video? I'm like, so I just made templates and then I would just do voiceovers, go through the textbook the same way every time. Because like, I found out also that a bunch of the kids just don't bloody look at the vid. They don't yeah, do they their don't work. Watch them. They don't watch them, yeah. They don't, they don't do their work. And it's like, yeah. or like, you know, they'll play it in the background like we did for our lectures, obviously. Right. Mm. 
And like we did some Zoom classes here and there,、uh, mostly towards the end. They wanted more Zoom classes because they wanted to increase the quality of teaching. And I agree, it's better than videos. But Zoom day, classes are limited in their own way,、yeah. basically for the reasons you mentioned. You can't like you can't play games and activities.、Mm-hmm. Those are hard. And it's like so. I had to do my English camps online, and for the second, especially the winter one, I had to do that on Zoom. And I would say my biggest issue is that one, I I didn't have a co-teacher do it with me. I did it all by myself basically. So the students at one point, especially they they started doing what I, exactly I would have done. So I don't exactly blame them, but at the same time, I really do blame you know this whole situation for being like this. And that they would just turn off their cameras at first. They would keep the sound on in case I called on them. And then eventually they just clear. They just muted themselves and just left the bloody computer. I know they're not there.、Oh, they're not、man. there. So I would have like three or four, especially the boys. Three or、yeah. four boys. They're not there. Shit, in a class of like twelve, <laughs> that's like half the class yeah, gone. Yeah. Like in an English camp of my, not even twelve for English camp, maybe ten、uh, for English camps, and like two or three of them are just gone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, what? Do, and I've got to do phone call. For, oh, this was the most frustrating. The phone calls I had to do, I had to call the students、um, for English conversation, and I had to do this for third graders from the very first class. Like, not only do I have to make the videos, I also have to call them for、uh, English conversation, and I wrote the dialogue for that. I give it to my co-teacher, and she says, "Can you make it longer so that it lasts three to five minutes?" And I'm looking at it. I'm、you、like, three, these kids、minutes. haven't even learned hello. Yeah. A three-five-minute conversation with third graders. Fuck、nice、that. You were supposed to teach. Like, what、mm. am I supposed to ask them? Is like, oh, maybe you can ask <clears> about their age. They don't learn about their age until like the next semester. Yeah. <laughs> like, <sighs> so it was just like, and you know, I don't resent her for telling me to do this because you know that's just that's just the way teaching life is. You know,、mm. you get the your demands from above, and we just have to do. We're the grunts. You yep.、Know? You just got to do what you got to do. Mm. Yeah, it's part of the job. Like our situation is shitty, and you know, yeah, nobody the, government, the government's、this. just trying to bullshit their way through. And you know, I don't, I don't resent their position. You know, yeah, but yeah, at the same time,、it. we've got to, we're, we're stuck with it. <laughs> you know, we're the ones dealing with it. You know,、yeah. I think I've、oh, just the- learned to just chill with it. I'm like, you know what? Look at this as as a break, Dan, because at the end of the day, this does feel like a small break. Yeah, the last year doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, and it's like because I look back now, I'm like I don't remember how I used to teach 22 classes in a week. Like I look back now, I'm like, wow, how did you do that? Like,、mm. you were a beast, Dan. How did you do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I get I get the same sentiment, honestly. Yeah. Like, but now they're all back into classes. So, but they're still obviously they all have the partitions、ah, okay. and like、uh, the two meter is clearly the、mm. classrooms are way too small for two meter rule, but like you know like half a meter you know、yeah. <laughs> you know they try. Wait, so all your kids come to school every day? Um, at this point, I'm pretty sure yes. Oh damn, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, because our school is small, so I、yeah. think we get away with it. Okay.、Right? So. Well, damn. But, man. Yeah, they get they do temperature check at the beginning,、mm-hmm. and I think. They, you know, but the the main thing that all, all schools have basically done is they shorten the school day so that it ends around twelve, twelve thirty, or one o'clock. You know. Yeah, same. So 
before they would have had lessons all the way into like two, three, maybe that's mm-hmm. when the after school classes, but everything's now condensed, you know, 40 minutes, five minute break, 40 minutes, five minute break. That's it. Like, oh, we do it's like you, you do your class, you bust out four classes in a row. Yeah. That's the way it is. Yeah. Our schedule is 35 minutes and then five minute break. Our class last year I had 30 minutes classes so in a sense it was easier to plan but also yeah. in a sense it just felt unfulfilling like I could 100% tell like some of the kids took nothing away from the class sometimes because it's just it's everything is just so boom 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 yeah. boom like we have to go through the textbook but then we don't yeah. have enough time to elaborate make sure they understand blah de, blah yeah like my kids my school's in Doonsan so my kids are pretty high level mm. like I can carry a full English conversation with maybe three or four kids every single class wow minimum so like it's it's a high level school but like last year i realized their level dropped significantly i was like wow corona's really fucking with the education here yeah i can i would i would i would agree with that 100 yeah like there's there's a big difference it's a gap these kids are going to struggle once again, yeah. high school, like start going into universities. Like I feel bad for the co- like the high school kids, man. Shit. Mm. Like studying for the student, whatever. This, this is the, the what you call it, the hug one difference. Hug one tie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is where it comes full into effect because like the parents don't let the kids off. Like they still went to hug one. Yeah, they did. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and you can tell which kids went to hug one and which didn't. Like it's the difference is mind blowing now at this yeah. point. It's just. Oof. <sighs> But, you know, we do what we can as teachers, or at least that's what we tell ourselves. Yeah, no, I mean, we really do what we can, man. Like, Mm. there's only so much in our power. There's only so much that we can do as an individual, you know, so... I mean, like, we get the least say in anything, Mm. as it is, you know, being foreigner teachers. And, you know, that's just a position we're in, you know, we don't resent it, it's just... It just is what it is. Yeah, well, when we sign up for this job, that's... If you didn't know that was what you were signing up for, you well were now you right? know, motherfuckers. Shit. <laughs> now you now you know, right? Shit. <laughs> People have done midnight runs over less, but like. Oh yeah, I've, this. I think the last Corona, like I've heard several people do midnight runs. Really. Yeah, and I think because they came into the situation like uh, not understanding like Korean work culture, mm. this was a big problem within the mentor groups when when I was mentoring at that time. There was a lot of problems when it came to co-teacher relations. Because, oh gosh, yep. Because you know how it is. Like for us, we're used to it because we've lived through it. What I mean by lived through, we lived through the the last minutes. Mm. We're the last to know everything. Everything changes on the whim. You're kind of the the puppet. And know? honestly, I think like the, especially the two of us, we might have gotten a preview into it beforehand. Even so, because um, you being mixed race and then me being Asian in yeah, the first place is exactly. like for me, it was kind of expected. So when it. it happened to me, it's like, yeah, yeah. okay, I get it. it was, you know, you hit the ground running. But exactly. then there's a lot of people that come in and they especially don't when I did the orientations, it felt like they understood it on an intellectual level, but they don't really understand it they on don't. an experiential level. Yeah, right? they never had to live through it. They never had to, yeah. it, they never had it happen to them before. And they don't realize how upset it can make them, mm-hmm. honestly, and how until it actually happens to, it. to them. Exactly. For me, I didn't really have that experience bar once, I would say. Mm. And maybe a little bit last year, but that's mostly because of COVID rather than the co-teacher thing. Yeah, I think for me, like like you were saying, because we're Asian, I, I came to Korea already expecting all these things, mm. you know. 
Well, I had a, in a way, I'd already experienced it in my own house. You know, mm-hmm. when I was younger, I I understood that hug one life because my house was the hug one. <laughs> True. I'm gonna, I'm gonna but at make least... that joke forever. I would go to school <laughs> to get away from home. Like that's yeah. how. Like this. Yeah. This is the educational difference, right? Westerners, if you go to school, you have it easy at school. Mm-hmm. You come to my house when I when you were my age at that age, right? It's night and day. Like my dad would beat the shit out of yeah. you. Yeah. Like my mom, I remember like my God education. Damn it. I mean, <laughs> Edu- yeah, ed- like fuck. I got home. I remember my fours. The way I used to write my fours, it used oh, it used to look like a it used to look like a U, but with a, like the long down. Mm. You know, mm. that's how my use used to look. I used to get my ass beat for that shit. So like we used to do math at home every night. You know, me and my mom. Same. So like every time I wrote my fours, I was like, "Fuck my life! Here comes a beating." Mm. <laughs> You know? For me, it was for me it was the sevens. The sevens. Right? So it's it's weird because the oh you know what I did I too because I crooked it. I can't tell if this is actually just a Chinese thing, but when we write the sevens, uh. not only do we do the the two lines, but you have to do a line through it as well. Oh, I do that the, too. The, the main know, reason being that um, well, the the Koreans what they do is they do the the extra line. Yeah upwards mm-hmm. on the top like of the seven but for chinese people it was like they would do the slash through to differentiate between the ones and the sevens right yeah so get, that's what right I so too. if i do the normal seven i would get my ass beat for that mm. <laughs> for my sevens i remember because it looked like a hook i didn't make it like a straight c- corner yeah it was like a hook so i used to get beat for my fours and sevens and now my yeah. fours look beautiful <laughs> <laughs> My sevens, yeah. like I do my Kore- I do my sevens like the Koreans do it now, because I used to do it with a dash through, but they would mm. just get confused. Like, what the heck is that? Oh shit! I still so. do it with a dash through. Mm. No one's ever said anything. I think I should have stuck with it and just let them get used to it. Uh, to be I have honest. no idea. I still do that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I just thought it was an Asian thing, so I just kept it. I thought Korean yeah. would be the same. I don't know. But yeah, but yeah, so that that's just the difference, like the difference between expectation and actually coming here and experiencing oh. it yourself yeah yeah for sure so that was a big problem too like a lot of the people they were talking to us they're like not like talking to the mentors they're like complaining basically and sometimes we didn't want to be rude but sometimes we were like listen is this really a korean problem because their excuse was always why is korean culture like this but sometimes it wasn't yeah. sometimes it wasn't it was hey is this a you problem or a Korean problem. Think about that first before you ask me that. Because sometimes it was a dumb problem, you know. Mm. But sometimes like, it was Well, I, I don't want to bring up um, people who have been on this podcast before. Let me put it that way. Okay. Right? There are people who have been on this podcast before. And I've listened to their story. And at first they're making it sound like it's a, it's, a, it's a workplace problem. It's a Korean problem, like you said. But then the more I delve into the story and I ask them more questions, it's like... You're downplaying your own responsibility in this situation, right? And it's like, in a way, you had quite a bit to do with how your situation ended up, right? Mm -hmm. And it's the way you presented yourself and the way you expected your workplace to be, as opposed to what their workplace actually is. And it's like, maybe for those people who have had experience before in a workplace like this, they'll understand, okay, this is the appropriate kind of attitude to have how you speak to a co-worker uh, things to expect but then some people fresh out of uni they maybe this is their first job or you know first this kind of job where you're working with this many people with this many um 
working parts, moving parts. Maybe you're not used to it, but some ways to communicate is not appropriate and you don't realize it until you made that mistake. Yeah, like you got to take responsibility for some of the things you do too. Yeah. Yeah. And when you try to talk it through with them, they don't really understand it quite yet. Yes. Because they're in the, the, they're in the, was it, the eye of the storm. You know? Yeah. They're not really understanding mm-hmm. and what's top, outside or... Yeah, mm-hmm. and on top of that, I, I found another problem too, was that, for, this is from my experience, every time that I try to help them, um, try to explain, listen, sometimes this is a you problem. It's not really a Korean culture problem. Like, have you done this? Have you done that? Have you done this? Um, they attack me for trying to help them. <laughs> You know, yeah. Like I've been called so many things throughout the years. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I've vented to you before. Like, what have I been called? I've been called homophobic. I've been called a <laughs> racist. I've been called so many things. The most recent one was hyper political, <laughs> which I was like, uh, really? I, I'm trying to help you here, man. Like, I have your best intentions. Like, I'm sorry. I you know, honestly, out of our friend group, when everyone was still here, you were probably one of the least political. That's my impression. I I, I don't know. But either way, that was my most recent... um, (laughs) Interesting. My most recent, uh, I don't know, displeasure (laughs) that I've heard about Uh, me. I was like, oh. I mean, mean, I've heard... heard, What is it? I I guess the point I wanted to make was that everything gets political now, whether you want it to or not. Yes. Mm-hmm. so when you say oh it's a workplace thing or it's a you thing it's like no it's a it's a, pol- it's a political thing it's a policy thing it's like, and you're like uh, it's getting harder and harder to try and keep the two separate because yeah. people keep pushing them together for sure yeah. but yeah but yeah yeah it's true mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's another reason i try to stay away from the foreign community i'm like you guys you will appreciate me one year later <laughs> <laughs> You will or have, they will resent you for saying, why didn't you tell this to me? And then yes. they'll be like... <laughs> I tried, but you didn't want to listen at that time. You kind of burnt bridges at that point. Like, I was yeah. trying to help you. I had your best interest at heart. Like, I was trying to help you. You just and didn't you know, want some, And, you know, some, not to absolve us... Okay, let's play a little devil's advocate. Like, maybe we're not the... You and me, especially. Maybe we're not the best at communicating. We're not. Because we're so blunt. We're quite blunt, so we're not as sensitive sometimes as yes, we should be. we're not because like even abena like she told me to she was like dan you can be quite insensitive sometimes the way you say things the reason why we're friends and the way the reason i don't hold it against you is because i know you mm. i know you don't mean you don't have bad intentions behind your words but that's because i'm your friend and i've known you for four years now for five years now mm. but to the average person when you first meet them dan you can come off quite aggressive. You can come off as quite. Mean, I mean, even you know? <laughs> even to people who know you quite well, you can be quite aggressive. I know, especially when you're drunk, right? I know, and and I I completely get that. And I was like, you know, you're right, Abena. I think I need to, I need to be a little softer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just your way of showing affection, so you know. Yeah, because I mean, at the end of the day. The only reason I am able to say these things, as blunt and as rude as they may sound, is because I actually have your best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. I just we, don't we articulate it the right know. way. Yeah, I just don't articulate articulate it the right way. <laughs> mm. yeah. Well, like maybe even like the way we present it is not even yeah. necessarily the way we articulate. It. It's like <clears throat> the way we just say it. <laughs> you know, just give it to them. Yeah, and I know that most people don't 
a, a lot of people don't take things that way. They need to be especially especially when they're younger. Right? Yes, and I think we are I, we are older. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like our ability to take critique gets easier a little bit as we get older. For sure. But when we're younger, especially, everyone's still got an ego. <laughs> yes, it's the ego thing. Like I was talking to a friend recently. Like she was asking, "When do you think is, when do you think is your mid twenties? Like where's that line for mid twenties?" And I was like, I sat down for a moment. I was like, "That's a pretty good question." Like, I had to say the mid twenties drop line is like twenty eight. Once you turn twenty seven, twenty eight, that's when your ego starts stops coming into play as much. You're able mm-hmm. to accept things a little more, and you're able to just listen. You don't take things personally. Mm. Your ego is less deflated. Is it's deflated? It's because at that point, I think when you reach like twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, you started realizing there's a lot you don't know. Yes, you realize and you're a an lot, idiot. and a lot you can't do. Because mm-hmm. like right? I mean, even now we, we we sound pretty smart right now. Shit. <laughs> oh, that's because you know. in a way, where I think in a way it's because we're aware of our weaknesses. Yes, at this point. you know, but. Just we wait till mistakes. I turn. Wait till we turn forty. We're gonna look back. We're like, dude, you were kind of an idiot at thirty, Dan. That's true. It's the you whole know? journey. It's like you look at yourself when you were sixteen. You think you know the world at sixteen. You get to eighteen. You start uni. You're like, fuck, I knew fuck all. You mm-hmm. finish uni. It's like I'm ready to take on the world. You yeah. start your first job. It's like, well, shit. Don't even know how to pay taxes. Exactly. <laughs> I'm still struggling to pay taxes. God damn it. <laughs> you hit. You hit twenty five. Then you start getting an inkling. Oh shit. There's this, that, and the other that I do not know how to do, and they're pretty. Da- I like, and I had struggled my way through them, and now I know them. But now, the more I know, the more I know that I don't know that I don't. That yeah. I know I don't know. Rather. And you're comfortable with that. You're comfortable. In a way, you're, yeah, you're, you're comfortable because you realize at that point, like, this is just an endless list of things that you can be learning, but you don't mm, yeah. because there's only so many hours and so much willpower to learn it. Yeah, there's only so many things I can know. And what I don't know, I rely on my friends to help me with. Yeah. Yeah. Or the internet. Or the internet. Google's my best friend, always. Google. Google. Yeah, my favorite website link is let me Google that for you for people who ask me questions that I don't know. Yes, let me Google that for you real quick. Yeah, Yeah, but they'll learn as they grow older. So, you know, you just got to hope they, um, you know, they... They climb the mountain slowly. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, yeah I hope. My only hope now is because this, this is me feeding my own, like, uh, just me, me just being petty, just for fun. I just hope one day they come back, they're like, Dan, I'm sorry for calling you racist. They've probably <laughs> forgotten, that's the thing. I know, <laughs> they probably did. And I'm just holding it back inside because I'm, I'm butthurt. I'm like, damn, I was yeah. called racist. Fuck you guys. <laughs> When people call me racist, like the rebuttal I have is, if I'm racist to anyone, it's probably Chinese people. <laughs> it's true. Chinese people are fucking racist, man. Especially like, their own kind. But... It's, it's not the person hate thing, but it's mostly like mainland Chinese. We ha- Hong Kong Chinese, we have beef with them. Yes, right? I know. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, if I meet the Chinese on an individual level, like I talk to them as individuals, you know, never yeah, as like people. mainland Chinese people, right? Yeah. So, but like... If I walk in mainland China, if I'm in like Shanghai or someplace, not that I've been since 
Hong Kong, but <laughs> but if I if I were to, it's like it's really hard for me not to get like annoyed if I'm in like a Shanghai city. I'm like, oh, why are Chinese people like this? Oh, they don't care about them. Oh, look, their hygiene is terrible. Blah, hey, blah, you're, blah. you're talking about <laughs> Shanghai there, man. Shanghai is nice. Comparatively, yeah. Actually, to, to like nice. to other mainland, I, you, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> but like uh, you know, I just said Shanghai because no one knows other yeah. places, you know. Mm. But like you go to maybe slightly more rural area, like even oh, yeah. in Shanghai, to be honest, you yeah, even parts of Shanghai, places. yeah. My bad, I'm gonna turn on the lights real quick. It's getting dark. Yep. <laughs> you barely see my face. How big is Gopatang at this point? Nice hair, by the way. I like Thank that you. you grew it back. I actually, I actually just got a haircut like two weeks ago. I think it was like mm. it was like super down here, but now I just uh, cut a little bit. Now you're back into Cali hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gopchang's good. She has, she's the same size. She's, I mean, she's full adult when I got her, pretty much. Got her like, mm. what was she? She was four when I got her. Mm. So she's five now. So, so she is also, when I left, you were wondering about some health issues regarding her as well. Like she wasn't eating well or she was eating like weird stuff oh. when you took her for walks and she would have diarrhea and things. Oh, she, oh yeah, that's right. At that time. Yeah, she's good now. Okay. Yeah, she's fine. That was when I first adopted her. That's right. I forgot. Mm. You yeah. ever find out what it was? No, I think she was just getting used to the diet, like mm. her new like dog food and shit. Yeah, like, like whenever I go to China. Yeah. <laughs> so I think now. she was just getting used to, like moving to a new house, new uh, new food, new diet. Like she's on a strict diet now, so like she's the the, mi- the miscarriage. <laughs> the miscarriage that was fun. Like Jesus. Ugh. that, 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 that must have been quite haunting <laughs> that was never again <laughs> hopefully hopefully i i tried to get her fixed but uh that shit costs like 800 it's Ooh. expensive so i was like okay you wearing diapers from now on <laughs> oh god yeah oh luckily she only gets her period like twice a year so it's not that bad hmm. so she's only fertile twice a year so it's just those two months i just gotta be careful hmm. yeah but yeah she's still She's doing good though. Mm, yeah. That's good to hear. Mm. So, what do you do during your spare time these days? To be honest, I haven't been doing much. Like, besides the dinner and the podcast, nothing. Mm. And I mean, I'm about to quit the podcast, and I'm actually ending the dinners as well. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm ending both. Yeah. So wait, what? You're not even gonna bother with outreaching to other people that much? I, I don't think I will. Like, I mean, I mean, yeah, I got friends. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, I got Jenna, I got Teresa here. I hang out with them every now and then, you know. But, like, I don't think I'm going to make an effort to reach out to anyone else. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I've just been really burnt out, to be honest. Just trying to make mm. friends and shit. Especially this... You're still staying, you're still staying in Korea? Yeah, I, I think I, I'd still like to stay at least two more years minimum. Mm. But I'm also thinking... If I stay past two years, um, I'm going to try to teach middle school, middle or high school. Mm. So that's my plan right now. Mm. You know, other than that, like, yeah. life has been pretty boring in Daejeon, like, yeah. yeah. At least your curfew's until 10. <laughs> our curfew's oh, until 9. You know our curfew <laughs> shit. <laughs> no, I don't think we have a curfew. Um, I, I know your stuff starts closing after 10 rather than 9. Oh. So like your restaurants and stuff, I think. I had no idea. Like I was out way past twelve on Monday, just Monday, 
everything was open. Like there were people maskless even on the streets. It's Doonsan. Really? Yeah. Like oh, shit, I should never have left. <laughs> shit, like no, it's been like um I think for some reason this past month has been kind of busy, so I've been to Doonsan like three times this month. Um wow. every single time everything's open. Like I'm talking like watering ghost, like several of the bars and shit. Restaurants are wow. open, people walk in the streets without their mask, like it feels like it's it's scary. <laughs> I'm like, why are you not wearing a mask? Shit. Makes me scared. Um, and you know we're supposed to get the vaccine towards September. Oh, really? The foreigners in Korea? Uh, well, we come under civil servants, right? Uh-huh. So if if our if our work, it would be really weird. Like, actually, I you know being Korea as unpredictable as it is, right? Um, you know that's when our all our co-workers will at least. Ah, uh, okay. Right? So I expect us to also fall under that category, but, you know, if by some weird administrative red tape bullshit we don't... By some racist shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. Uh, you, can, you can call it that. I wouldn't disagree, <laughs> necessarily. And this is why people call me racist, just for calling it as it is. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, if we don't get the vaccine... But, you know, I'm not really worried about a vaccine either way. Just yeah. either we get it or we don't, you know? So yeah. At this point, I'm like, just... I'll take it whenever I get the chance. Mm. Yeah, that's me right now. I'm, I'm not even fussed. Like, if it's not mandatory, I probably won't even take it. Because, like, there's no difference between... Actually, if they pay for it, maybe I'll take it. Mm, but, like, yeah. if they don't pay for it, I'll, and it's not mandatory, I probably wouldn't pay for it. But mm. let's say it is mandatory... I'll take it. Then I have way. to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the thing is, even after you get it, you still have to wear masks. So I'm like, there's no real difference. Mm, true. I, I could I could not get the vaccine if I'm paying. I don't have to pay. And then I'd still wear the damn masks. Yeah. But if you told me I had the option to pay for the vaccine and then I didn't have to wear masks afterwards, that'd be great. Mm. <laughs> I would take that option even yeah. if I had to pay. Yeah, I think even after the vaccine, I'm still going to wear my mask for a while. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm traumatized, man. <laughs> Fuck. And I'm so I'm so done. <laughs> I'm you just know so me done. too, though. I'm so tired of this shit, though. I I'm feeling really worn out. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought I was fine. I really thought I was fine with Corona, but I think it's starting. It's now starting to wear down on me. Like, I'm getting tired of wearing my mask. I'm tired of my glasses fogging up all the time. Yeah. Like, I, I'm getting tired of this. I'm tired of. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired of not seeing people's faces. I'm tired of not getting hugs. <laughs> you know. I also, when I was in Tejan, I briefly took off my mask to take photos with um, with the people I was there with. And um, at that moment, I realized I had forgotten what fresh air smelt like. I haven't felt. I haven't smelt a fart in a year, man. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like so, I just took it off quickly, and I was like, shh. Like, it was that moment, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, it smells like this. Yeah. Like, that was such a weird experience. I haven't, you're right, I haven't, I don't think I've had a breath of fresh air outside in, like, a year. Yeah, like, so, just, like, honestly, I would say take an opportunity to actually do that, like. Yeah. Like, nowadays, whenever I'm coming <clears throat> home, it's usually, like, a pretty late at night, if I'm coming home from an event or something, and it's usually late at night, and there's not many people on the street, I do lower my mask to actually breathe the air fresh. Mm-hmm. A little bit, because there's a big difference. If I see people walking up past, you know, I pull it back up, whatever. But, yeah. Sure. But like, you should not. It's it just sounds way too weird to me when I say it out loud now. You should not forget what air smells like. 
I know, right? It feels like we've taken a basic human right. Yeah. Like I air, now understand anti-maskers. Air. Fuck. In, in the name of safety. <laughs> so, you know, there is a relatively good reason for it. Yeah, yeah. No. Take it at face value, but... Mm. Don't forget what air smells like. That's yes. like you forget, Don't forget. It's like it's like, it's like a weird metaphor for not forgetting yes. how to breathe. You know. Yeah. Mm. Hey, how are things with you and the lady? Um, doing quite well. She just moved to Ilsa. Uh, she and her parents bought a new uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before they were renting, now they have a permanent place to live in. They just redid all the wallpaper, and the kitchen's not arriving for two weeks. Uh, so <laughs> I don't. They're, they're cooking basically. They're washing their dishes in the in the bathroom, and then they're they're like cooking on like a gas range, stuff like mm. that. You know. Wait, where did like, you say they move? They moved to Ilsan. Where's that? So it's it's kind of in the north, but more towards the west side. So I live in the northeast side, uh, and they're okay. in the northwest side. Is that still so, part of Seoul or no? Uh, they're in Gyeong- they're in Gyeonggi. Gyeonggi. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I can still I can still go there. It's still an hour extra commute. But actually, the 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 I don't have to change as many times. I only have to switch once. So actually, in terms of comfort, it's a bit more it's a bit more convenient. Just mm. timing, you know. Yep. It's just an extra hour. But most of the time, we meet in Sinchon in Hongdae anyway. So yeah. okay, it's usually man. an hour either way. Sure. Yeah, but yeah, she just she just had a birthday. Just got her her present. We did an escape room because that's what we love to do. <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, she's pushing me to learn to drive, so I'll probably learn to drive and try and pick up a license this year. Yeah, do that, man. Get a yeah, car. So. It's so nice, so convenient. Oh man, fuck! It's like she wants me to get everything. She wants me to get a house. She wants me to get a car. This this would be what girls like. Now we're going into mm. dating, right? This is what girls want. Okay, Shit. they don't want a guy. They want a guy that can drive. That mm. can, All these that things, man. The house. They want different things. Fuck. Yeah. They don't sure. want just a guy, right? That's that's a lie to tell you to hook you in, mm. and then they want to they want to develop the guy into what they like. Sure. You know? But you know, it's not like I'm complaining. All these things are things I should have done years ago, really. Mm. Any marriage plans? Um, after I get a house, that would be the the aim. But like, hold on, a house in Korea? Where are you thinking? Well, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm wondering. It's like probably it'll be somewhere in like Yonggi, though, like where she is now. That's what I'm oh, thinking. Fuck. Um, okay. My guess would be first of all, I have to change jobs to something that pays higher. So chances are I'm looking at maybe a university level job or um, something more full time lecturing kind of thing. Um, see what's available and see what qualifications I need, and then I'll get that throughout the year. And then I'll switch out of this job because self pay is shit. Mm. Uh, that's the biggest thing I miss like the, the pay. I, I, I pay more money into my maintenance I've got a bigger space that's great and all but like I got I, I lost so much money in comparison uh, my severance pay was great that was fine that was great but like oh so you did get the severance then yeah I got the severance okay, I got yeah. a severance pay it was like 9 million yeah, yeah. close to 10 million I think okay yeah, so that remember. was for four years yeah. so that was pretty good as a severance pay package mm-hmm. uh, most of it went into the computer that I'm now using <laughs> Along with all the equipment I invested into to start making videos for fucking school, right? Uh, so it's like, did I really earn all that much? Uh, so. Yeah, that was a, that was a kind of a, okay. So during orientation, they actually used this girl's video. Um, she's in Tejan. Epic used this girl's video and said that the school provided her all the equipment for online classes. 
Oh my god. That was a complete lie. And they didn't tell her about, like, Epic didn't tell this girl that they were going to use her video or anything. They just basically blatantly lied to everybody at orientation. And home How girl, did you know about it? You know the girl? Yeah, I know the girl. All right. And basically it was like, yo, I had to buy everything. I had to buy the editing software and everything to make this video. Like, Epic just straight up lied. I was like, damn, that's kind of fucked up on your end. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Actually, I wasn't even, I didn't know this. I'm really pissed off about Zoom in particular. I didn't know because no one fucking told me. But like, the school is supposed to pay for your Zoom annual subscription. Oh, they are? Yeah. So if you get Zoom, if you're using Zoom, because of the 40 minute. um, They close. uh, Yeah, room. So, you know, you're supposed to have it longer than that. And I didn't know this. I pay for it myself. But actually, if you go to your administration and you tell them that I, I want Zoom to teach the kids yep. and I'll need a Zoom account, right? They're, su- they're supposed to cover for it. And I had no idea. So I just paid the whole year's subscription for no bloody reason. And I'm not even using it. Wait, how much is how much is the subscription? <laughs> uh, I, the I can't even remember. I don't want to remember. It's like, let me just look it up real quick. But it was it was not a small amount, I'll tell you that mm, much. Okay. Uh, Zoom. Damn. But it was not... Uh, Crap! It was in, it's in Korean, uh, but like it was it wasn't a small amount to put it, mm-hmm. put it succinctly. It was quite a bit of quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Zoom payment. Uh, um, <coughs> if I convert it to US dollars, is about one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, that seems about right. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that, so I'm sure 150. <laughs> well, you can use it for Mamo <laughs> the one or two times we've yeah. used it. <laughs> yeah. So, I, actually, I used it early on when the, um, you know, guys like Josh and them, we were still playing, like, um, games online, like mm. the, um, the, the, party, the party games. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we, we did that a bit often, but then most of them left, so now we don't. I haven't seen them in over the year now. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people left. Yeah. Damn, I miss game nights, man. Mm. Shit. Things have been so boring. I haven't played my Switch in a very long time either because most of the games I got on it are party games. Yeah, same. Or or games you play with other people, you know. Mm -hmm. So, mostly I play PC games now. And, you know, I found a bunch of people to play with, but most of them are leaving too, so. Mm. Story of every year, honestly. Fuck. Hey, have you been able to make friends up in Seoul, though? Just curious. I did. I did. Half of them left. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay. that, that's just the way it'd be. And now, like, you know, I used to have a weekly gathering of, like, three or four people in my place, of people who live nearby. But now, like, two of them left, so there's just only one person. And it's like, it's not that I don't want to hang out with them, but it's like, it's hard to make it into a weekly gathering kind of thing because I actually play online games with this guy anyway. So it's mm-hmm. like, just stay home and play games in yeah. it. So, okay. you know, um, some some of my friends moved to Seoul, but, you know, as I'm in the middle of nowhere, so yeah. it's still kind of whatever. Sam might stay, Sam, who came back, might stay over at my place on Fridays because like he wants to go to Seoul, obviously, but he's in the middle of bloody nowhere. <laughs> Fuck, man. That like, poor boy. He wants, to hang out, he wants to hang out in Weedongbu, so he was like, even from that, that's far yeah. for him, right? So he's like, long can I stay at your place? Maybe on Fridays and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, um, I've got I've got two beds actually, so yeah, that's kind of nice. 
for sure. him. And, you know, it'll be good to meet up with him. Maybe I'll be able to invite some other people over. But I didn't, because I met the last intake. I, I lectured them. That's how I connected to them. Mm. But now I didn't do Epic this year because I was doing talk mm. this year. So um, someone else someone else did the Epic program, so I didn't. Uh, I didn't network with anyone there, mm. and all the people in talk they're all rural areas, so mm. uh, <laughs> I'm not meeting any of them anytime yeah. soon. Yeah, I got. God damn, I gotta make friends, man. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I'm probably not gonna outreach, but you need to make friends at that same time. You understand that? Yes. You, you understand you need that. I, I do. I mean, we're all yeah. social animals. As much as we're introverts or whatever, we still need some type of community, you know. And it's hard to just do things by yourself all the time. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking about going back into mentoring, but part of me doesn't want to. I am going to be teaching the, uh, what do you call it, like the, uh, the in-service the, training. Though. Mm. That's like, this, like next week. Shit. Oh, fuck, my life is next week. Okay. <laughs> I still need to turn in my, uh, my letter thing, the script. Yeah, I'll tell you something that happened with my talk one. I sent in the manuscript and they asked me uh, it was a huge miscommunication and they asked me um, we want the similar structure to the one you did last week so if you could send like the PPT to us something ahead of time like this that would be great I sent them the PPT and they accidentally printed the PPT into the textbook instead damn professional <laughs> y'all couldn't open that file up and check it first yeah. jeez yeah uh. It, was, uh, it wasn't even it was a miscommunication because what they were asking me for was the they wanted to make sure my my material was up to date and to make sure it wasn't like dated or anything mm. i meant i th understood that to mean they just wanted the structure what it looked like to uh. understand you know how the lecture was going to go and so because of this miscommunication <laughs> i ended up without my manuscript in the bloody thing and i and i op i opened up the textbook and i'm like mm. oh shh all right, we <laughs> fucked up. Okay. And I had to do, like I had to talk to them as like last minute like they had to print out the manuscript and give them to everyone and then you know uh, sent it to them later online so that was fine. Yeah. But <laughs> so sure. I I I used that as an opportunity to teach them. Hey, shit can happen, yep. right? Double check this everything. This is a prime guys. example. <laughs> but we being the good teachers we are, we just roll with what we got. Yeah, right? You just got to roll this with the situation got, we've been handed. Yeah. That's what you got to <laughs> do. We just got to do it. Mm. Yeah, so Make make sure your manuscript's actually getting printed. Yeah. The proper one that's getting printed, right? Sure. So you know that's just an experiential thing again. Mm. Yes. You just gotta make sure, but otherwise, you know, the talk program orientation went pretty good. Actually, I like this bunch. I would say they're not actually they're actually not as good teachers as previous years went because I did their lesson demonstration as well. I oversaw that as well. Mm. <laughs> they're not as solid on their foundations. But they were far more creative, and they were really good at taking criticism. Actually, I noticed that. Oh, like previous years, you could tell the criticisms kind of fell on deaf ears. But this year, I got more questions than I did in previous years, and I got people genuinely coming up, like taking notes. Like they would ask me about the whole of their uh, lesson demonstration, and they would be taking notes about it. And I'm just like, previous years didn't do this. Oh, that's really good. That's mm. good to hear. Yeah. Because like sometimes so I, I was, I was quite impressed with them. Yeah, because a lot of times you get it, like, we try to lecture, but it feels like they don't really care. <laughs> mm, it's as if we're... Well, 
Uh, on one level, you kind of understand, right? Yeah. Some students just don't want to be there. It's like, oh, yeah, what am I doing? I get it. I, uh, or like, I'll learn this, or I already mm. know this. You know? That's the one I hate. I already know this. I don't like that mentality. <laughs> yeah, you see it on like, what was it? What's some of the ages? 22, 21, 23 years old. The early you 20s, see it on, yeah. You see it on them, and it's kind of just like... Yeah. You'll find out. You'll find You'll out, You'll find child. out. <laughs> You'll find out. You'll Somebody gonna get hurt real bad. Somebody gonna get hurt real bad. Who was that? Pe- Russell Russ Peters. Peters. There we go. I was like, where did I hear that joke? <laughs> You're gonna get hurt real bad, man. Oh, Shit. I think you know him very well. I think you know him very well. Mm. Please let it be my brother. <laughs> yeah, oh, but fuck. you know, they'll learn as time goes by, and if they don't learn, that's their problem, not mine. You know, yeah, that's the... their problem at that point. Yeah. I can only help you so much. I got yeah, my own but shit to do. at the same time, I kind of hope that I don't become too stubborn in that mindset as well you know just giving up on them from the start in a way yeah that's why i had to stop mentoring because i became because i was like okay you know what dan you can't come in with this mentality Mm. yeah because that's just gonna it's not healthy for either of us that's the biggest blind spot i would say for people growing old and the thing is old people people growing older know it they know it's going to be their blind spot but it still it still creeps up on them Mm mm-hmm yeah, so, so it crept up on me this year, and I was like, okay, Dan, yeah. you know what? You can't go into this this mentorship and not be a mentor. You can't go yeah. in being a fucking old grump. Yeah, you got to give down them a chance. You know? Yeah, like, you can't go in expecting them to treat you like shit, Dan. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> you know, you can't do that, because the moment you put up that guard, like, you're an asshole, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you're a fucking and asshole. And you kind of, like, in the same way that we tell them, you caused a problem that you ended up in the same way where like we actually had a part in the problems we created yes of course yeah so i'm like i can't be a good mentor if this is how i'm going to enter this relationship Mm. it's just not going to work so i was like Mm. you need to remove yourself from this dan yeah Mm. i was like ah i think that's the that's the lesson for us as we grow older as at least so yeah but i i caught myself before i went into the talk lecture and i to be you, to be open minded, don't be too dismissive because you know that's gonna be your blind spot, right? Mm. So, but you know, it's like <laughs> I got some heavy handed questions like bullying, right? Uh. So like, if you see people bullying <clears throat> or like literally fighting, right? How do you deal with that kind of situation? And let's say you say it, see it frequently, because like I don't know if you kept up with news recently, but like a lot of bullying allegations just came out. What? Like of fa- of famous celebrities in particular. Oh, they've right. been popping up on like my Facebook shit. The like reason the being because Naver is changing the search algorithm so that they're not showing like the top hits for something searched, right? So they're removing that. So what people are doing is they're trying to reveal as much bullying before that gets you know swept mm. aside in the most searched yep. because that won't be there anymore. So a lot of bullying allegations came out for celebrities, uh, particularly in K-pop. Yeah, I, right? I saw that. But, yeah, but so there's a lot of that going on. And I was like, wow, this bullying thing must be a bit more deeper than I thought. Yeah, like, no, actually, actually um, there's a case of bullying at my school right now. Um, it's cyberbullying. Like, they're just texting through Kakao. They say some pretty hateful things to each other, man, these kids. And like, Did you see the messages? Yeah, I saw the messages. Like, damn. one of the homeroom teachers showed me. He's like, damn, this is what the kids are showing are sending to each other. I'm like, holy shit. These are sixth, some... Sixth graders. Sixth graders, yeah. 
elementary oh god damn. Yeah, yeah so they're they're old enough to know what's right and wrong in my opinion especially with yeah. words that they were using like i was like these are words that i use <laughs> you know i'm like this is not okay you know and the kids i mean obviously this the kid is hurt the kid that's receiving the message because he's texting the teacher like nine o'clock at night you know so wow. so i'm like okay this is a problem now okay so I'm, I'm, this is my first time hearing about bullying at my school. Yeah. So I guess they try to keep that away from the foreigners as well. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to hear. Yeah. And that night I was just with the, it was Monday night. So that night I was with my coworker and we were just talking and shit. And he was like, oh, I got a text message. I'm like, what's up? He's like, uh, here's the students shitting on each other. I'm like, wow, these kids are like, the fuck man? <laughs> shit. Like that's some hateful shit they said and it's like a paragraph it's not like a one-liner thing it's like paragraphs i'm like wow why are they going at each other like this what's going on yeah so i'm i'm guessing bullying is a big thing we just don't see it um and on top of that the language barrier too we probably just don't know the extent of their language that they're using Mm. you know yeah and you know as you know i always thought it was um you know, you you read the webtoons, you watch the dramas, you think it's just that drama and webtoons. Yeah. But it's based on something. It, apparently it's based on something. You know, I had this conversation with my girlfriend because we recently watched one on Netflix. Chongiro mm. Counter, The Uncanny Counter. Oh, that one. I haven't seen and that. And I got super pissed off at it early on. Not, not because it's bad, but because of how the characters in it dealt with bullying. Mm. Like... I can't, for the life of me, imagine in the UK that if this happened, if this bullying happened, like, everyone would just shrug it off. What happened, like, when the articles, like, when people start getting bullying, like, everyone's, like, start squaring out, like, we go into school, we doing this, mm-hmm. right? And, like, we might tell the teachers or whatever, but if they don't do nothing, you bet your ass I'm doing something. Like, like if I'm not doing something, my dad's going to sue someone, something, you know, whatever, right? You know, but, like, if I get into trouble for fight quote-unquote fighting right if i get into trouble for like bullying right my dad's just not gonna let it rest my, my parents aren't just gonna let it rest right yeah but like in 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 uncanny counter what happens is that everyone just fucking takes it and i'm like mm. you're living in the age of like everyone's got a video on their camera on on their phone a video camera on their phone right and you can get as much evidence you can need you can blow this mud up as much as you want but like you're, you're like this is in a way it's the most you've got the most security in a sense mm. but in a way you don't it's just so weird like mm. back in the old days well uh, maybe in the uk at least it's like yeah. like someone bullies you like you square up you get your boys and you you go back at them yeah like i can't imagine just taking it because the moment you take it you allow like, them to continue doing it like one one disclaimer. Assuming you're not like a loner, okay. Yeah. But if you're a loner, you got no one to cover your yeah. back. Like no, but even then, I think, right? even if you're a loner, like I don't. Well, you know, some kids are different. I I was different. Even if I was a loner as a kid, I would not make bullying easy. I would not be an easy target. Yeah. If you're, if you're gonna bully me, I'm gonna make it hard for you. I'm gonna bite your dick. <laughs> if it comes to it you know like, I, like yeah yeah, yeah that's, gonna... that's exactly what my parents said it's like you yeah. don't start nothing but you sure as i'll fucking finish it yeah because if you don't do anything they're going to continue bullying you like make it difficult for them to bully you like the reason they bully you is because you're an easy target 
if you think about it, you know. Yeah, one of the reasons at least. Yeah. It's like, if right. you kick up a fuss, they're like, I don't want to bother. Mm. Yeah. Like, you send them to hospital once, they're like, <laughs> either either they're going to kill you, literally, or, like, mm. but, like, they're just, just, or they're just not going to bother you ever again. It's just... Yeah. But, like, whenever I, when I watched it, I just got so frustrated. And, like, Taeyong was just, like, saying, this is actually what it's Korea, like. yeah. And I'm like, you're, you're kidding me. Wait, is this you're a movie or kidding. is this a drama? Yeah, it's a drama, but... Ah, okay. Um, I probably um, won't watch it. <laughs> apparently, it's <laughs> somewhat representative. It's like, you don't want to fuck with people who've got, like, powerful parents. I'm like, mm, what? I Those are precisely the people I want to fuck with. They don't yeah. deserve to be in power. I get it. Uh, to an extent, I can get it. Because I was watching... Yeah, you, we can understand. Yeah, because but... I was watching the... No, what was it? Um, what... Shit, it was the zombie one, the most recent one. Zombie one? Uh, yeah. Kingdom? Not Kingdom. It was a really new one. It was on Netflix. Shit. Mm, Based on a webtoon as well. There was quite a few that just came out. There was one with Park Shin Hye. No, not the, it was with Yi Shin Young. The one with a super buff lady. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you know that one. Black Summer? Fuck, I can't remember the drama's name. It was good though. Either way, basically what happened was... The bully's father was like the head of the company. So it was like, if you retaliate, my father's going to fire your father kind of deal. So in that kind of context, I can understand why kids take bullying. If that's what's going on these days, I don't mm, know. Kind of. In the, in the plot, the, the main bully is the son of the mayor and the mayor's running for president. Ah. Powerful. So quite quite a bit of power, and okay. you know the other bullies they have like strong fathers, like congressmen or mm, like yeah. um, council members, you know yeah. stuff like that. I'll make but sure you never work in this town again, boy. That's basically what that sounds like. But everyone's got a phone with a camera on it. Yeah, whip that shit out, man. And like, let's, a scandal happened in the actual thing, and it's a pretty big one because people are literally dying over it. And apparently, like, if you just cover it with another piece of news, that apparently just goes away. And I was just like, what the heck? Are you kidding me? People actually forget this for a presidential candidate? Does this actually happen? Are you bullshitting me? I'm just, I, you know, you got to take everything with a pinch of salt. But at the same time, I'm like, wait, 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 this is, consi- this is the drama or real life? In drama, in the oh, drama. I was about to say, wait, what drama is this? Who died? No, <laughs> okay. no, 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 no. It's okay. in the drama. It's okay, just, my bad, my bad. But like, the fact that people can entertain mm. that it happens in reality, I'm just... Yeah, because if you, a lot of it's probably based in reality. Because one of the biggest drama was um that I wanted to watch, was it Secret Lives of the Married or something like that? This one's on Netflix too. Was this the one with the divorced ones? I think so. It's like a cheating, like a cheating divorce couples. Like it's Secret Lives of the Married. Um, I think it's like the number one or number two biggest Korean drama of all time. Yeah, the world of the married. Yeah, yeah, the world of the married. That one, like, it's a big drama, and I think a lot of it is because it's kind of true. Like Koreans, there, there's, a, it's a cheating society. Mm. You know? Life imitating art, imitating exactly, life. exactly. So that bowling shit, that's based in something, you know. <laughs> uh, it does make me wonder if I was ever blind to stuff like that in my old school, though. I did. There was one time, um, one of the kids, sixth grade, you know, and I really trust the sixth grade. I thought they were good kids, but they stole the nurse's wallet. Oh. 
and took a card from inside and actually used it. Oh, you know what? I had a kid steal money from my wallet too one time. I remember. He only took、mm. like twenty thousand, but I just kind of said, you know, it's just one thing.、Mm. So this is quite. I, I found it in the boy's toilet, and I was just like, who left a wallet here? And、uh, I opened it, and it was it was um it was a, a female ID card. I was like, well, this is weird.、Uh, so I had I handed it in, and then the next day I found out what happened.、Mm. And actually, she she had like trouble getting home and stuff because you know you she、oh. used her cars to get on public transport and stuff. So. But、uh, I don't know how that resolved, honestly、mm. speaking. But、um, after hearing that story, I was just like, "Wow, you think you know people?" Yeah, I mean, for the I mean, for the most part, I've I found the kids have been really good. There,、mm. I've only had two incidences where I've. Be, besides the bullying, I've seen a lot of bullying, particularly in my old school. There was a lot of bullying,、um, a lot of fights. My school had a lot of fights. I thought that was just normal. <laughs> Mm. I guess for me, fighting is just normal as a kid, so I didn't think much I, of it. I, I don't disagree. Yeah, so I thought that was normal, but my new school, this is the first case of bullying I've seen, and、um, I haven't seen any fights at my new school. Yeah, but like instances where it involved me, where I was like "fuck you," was when someone took money from my wallet, and,、uh, and a Christmas incident because I made like a Christmas thing, and the kids stole Christmas presents. That was it, yeah.、Mm, I haven't seen anything at my school, but I think that's mostly due to Corona. Like,、mm. oh yeah, one more thing is that I don't get to teach my own English room anymore. So, me too. I don't have an English room. It sucks. Well, I kind of like it too in some. Well, I, 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 I last year I shared an office with the PE teacher, but they actually from now on they don't have any PE teachers. Why?、Uh, the main reason being is that they can't actually teach PE. Right now. Oh, oh, okay. So,、um, mm. all the for PE period, all the homeroom teachers are taking them through because they you can't play team sports and stuff and anything that involves in, in, in,、um, excessive contact, obviously. Yeah. So、um, most of the PE teacher was just doing individual exercise, basically. I I don't even know. Yeah. But like I heard them talking about it at one point, and it was just、mm. so at at point I think a lot、uh, some schools don't have PE teachers right now. Okay. My school, we still have my school. We still have fucking PE class. They're still playing dodgeball and shit. <laughs> my school doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> but like you know, I well, I wonder how it is. But like during break time, do the kids just not give a shit anyway? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I think this year we've all kind of just given up. Like even my co-teachers, they were like, "Dan, if you want, we can play hot potato, pass the ball games in class." Like. The kids are already like slobbering up on each other during breaks, anyways. They're already giving each other piggyback rides and shit. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> I should just. In a way, it's all for show. Yeah, it, that's what she said. It was like at the end of the day, we're just being strict just for show, because there's there's only so much we can do to control the kids, telling them to stay distant, stop touching each other, wash their hands. That's just not happening with all the kids. They're kids.、Uh And even if we could do it, like I think it's more detrimental to do it.、Honestly. Yeah, it can be, especially like I, I've also realized my kids have been,、um, they've been less social. Like last year, some of the kids didn't even know their own classmate because they couldn't see each other's faces. The mask. They're like, oh, I don't even know he was my classmate. So there's already a social. They're already、Did、having a hard time. Yeah, social barrier going on. Like. 
like implementing these rules of like being strict about not touching and socializing and shit like that. That's just going to make things worse. Screw them. Even I can't recognize my students now. Me too. Yeah. Like they go eat lunch. That's the only time I get to see their face when they pull out their face mask to eat. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's what you look like. Well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. Ours is they eat in their own classroom, so I don't even need to see them eat. Uh, yeah. I only see them during lunchtime. We still eat. Small school. We've got, em- we've got empty oh, classrooms. True. They literally yeah. just refurbished two classrooms into mm. a new teacher's lounge. Nice. <laughs> so, you know. Their loss, our benefit. Sure. Mm. <laughs> and they called it, oh, I can't remember which translation. Uh, they, I, they called it sum. Sum? And I asked my, and I asked my co-teacher, is that sum as in hiding or is that sum as in forest? And he was like, both. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> the kind forest, of hide in the you know, forest. calm yep. and hiding away from the students yep. and responsibility. Yeah. And I said, whoever named this has really good sense. He's a genius. <laughs> comedian yeah. he's got humor mm. yeah you know the kids might not understand it but that's kind of the reason why you do it at the same time yeah mm. but yeah so i feel like our kids just grow a bit more distant but you know we're in a small school anyway so mm. all things considered it's not really a big deal as compared to you i think maybe but hopefully i don't know hopefully things will be a little bit resembling normal this year yeah like, it, kind of, it kind of is but at the same time it's like i have my own office and stuff but mm-hmm. like i just would love to teach in my own classroom yeah me too Maybe. like this there's activities i can do if i was able to have my own classroom but because i go to all the homeroom like like there's stuff i can't do because it requires preparation beforehand yeah like stapling things on walls or something you know? right like yeah. i can't so do you, that anymore it's yeah. like you can't just bring all that kind of preparation every single time exactly so that's one thing I miss about my classroom. Like even camp. It was so nice to have my own room for camp. Like usually for camps I hang decorations on the wall. Like we make we do messy things like make slime, blow up volcanoes and shit like that. But I can't do that in another teacher's room. Like I don't want to fuck up the teacher's room, you know? Cuz it's going to get messy. Like mm. I have to be respectful of their shit too. It's just there's just nice things about having your own classroom. Yeah. You can let it get messy and it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if I knew there was going to be an empty English room, I should have blood because like, we used to, we used to have, we still have two English rooms, but actually they, they, we've only got one Korean English teacher this year because um, they, they combined the classes to fit the schedule more easily. So we only have two, cl- two classes per grade actually. So, oh, wow. That's so a yeah. Small so thought. I'm teaching every single English class. So I see this kids what every single English class they get. So, you know, some some positives out of that. It's not necessarily a negative. But I actually took a three-week vacation because I actually forgot to use all my vacation days. Actually, I didn't know I had this many vacation days left. But like, I had 17 left, and I just used 14 of them in the last three oh, weeks nice. of um, the semester. So I missed out on three days. Mm. And um, obviously, I wasn't at school. So I didn't find out that there was a spare English room that I could have literally just taken up. Uh, so now I, I'm just like I'm in the office now so I'm like I'll just commit to it now but it would have been nice to be in English room too yeah. <laughs> have uh, my own English classroom to mock things yeah know. yeah I well my first year at my new school I did have somewhat of an English room I had to share it with somebody though but then my school got bigger somehow like they needed they needed to accommodate more students so they took away my room <laughs> 
my, my, my somewhat room. It wasn't really my classroom. Like, I shared it with, like, two or three other teachers. Like, every now and then I got to teach in it. Like, once or twice a week. Yeah. Mm. Now I'm just huddling my shit everywhere. Mm. But my co-teacher this year is really quite good to teach with so far. Really, yeah, like... I like I like teachers who like have a certain sense of independence mm. and they they want to run the classroom their way but they're also capable of running it with you the way you are. So in a sense it's kind of like we're fighting in the classroom for control but the good thing about that is that if anything goes wrong in the classroom you can rely on the other person. Mm. That that's how it feels to me, yeah. right? So like I don't really want to focus too much on the vying for control thing cuz that's not actually the focus in the lesson I think we're actually getting on quite well um, but it's nice to know that my co-teacher's got my back because I didn't feel this the last year uh, the, the co-teacher was just there yeah but not you know she did her part mm. but compared to this teacher it's just you know and compared to Min Sung teacher which you met when we used to do the, the roulette oh, dinners oh yeah yeah. She was cute. She was another. She was another one that um, I would say was really independent. She liked her mm-hmm. classroom the way she wants to. But as a result, it felt really reassuring that if I made a mistake, she or like if I'm up. missing something, she's got my blind, yeah, um, blind side. Mm. Yeah, my coach. I haven't. I've only taught one class this year. I've taught with her before. She's chill. The other ones, they're all new, so I'm. We're gonna see what happens. They they seem chill so far. One of them seems a little angsty because uh, it's her first time teaching English, mm. so she just seems angsty. Um, I'm hoping that'll calm down. We'll see what happens. That's a, that's a good opportunity to show off how reliable you can be. I've always yeah, found that when, exactly. I, when I had those kind of teachers. Yeah, like, so... Don't worry, I've got this. Exactly. As long as I'm in the classroom, nothing will go wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you need my help, I can help you. Yes. Like, you know, calm them. Like, even if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even if you don't know, like, don't worry, I know what you are doing. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's one of the tips I give them for classroom management, right? Don't, if anything, don't let the students see that you lack confidence. Like, fake it until you make it. Even if you yeah. never make it, fucking fake it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, they don't know you. They don't know that. <laughs> they don't know that. Like, for you, it's intentional. Oh, I'm glad you caught my mistake. Oh, that was so good. I put that there on purpose. Whatever. Oh, you know, sometimes I don't even do that. I just own up to it. I'm like, ah, you know what? Mr. Dan fucked up. Let's do this again. That's good modeling, (laughs) honestly. Oh, I made a mistake. Good thing you caught. I think that's good modeling, Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. Like, I don't... The teacher can also make a mistake, but it's not a big deal. So when you make a mistake, definitely not a big deal. Actually, no, when you make a mistake, that's that's the world, man. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> right, so mind your uh, I things. think I think it's good modeling, honestly. Yeah. Mm. All right, man. Well, we're, we're like way over time, shit. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was a big catch up, so it was like I, motherfucker, I don't talk to you for like an entire fucking year. Jesus, <laughs> I know yeah. it's, my, it's my fault too. I know I don't like well, hit up anyone. If Sam comes on over for like Friday or something, like yeah, hit me up, like. Yeah, maybe I'm that's really... not a bad idea to have the both of us on. Because I, I have my own mic for when I made videos. So Yeah, I mean, I'd be willing to like travel up there sometime. Yeah, I've, got, I've got space to yeah. stay if you don't mind living all the way in the northeast. Yeah, my thing is just traveling. I, I don't, I, I don't want to travel. Oh, KTX is also cut in half. I don't know if you did any of that traveling this year. What do you mean KTX cut in half? 
the KTX only you're only allowed to sit in the window seats. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. I know yeah, that. So yeah. When I went up to Daejeon, the second, the first time mm. they didn't have that yet. The second time I did that, that was just a little surreal. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, eventually I go up to Seoul. <laughs> when I do, like you're the only person I know. <laughs> to go to there. the airport, this motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Wait till the airport. Wait till I leave. I'm like, hey, long, drop me off at the airport, man. Shit. <laughs> What? Well, you're going to the airport? Me too. <laughs> okay, well, let's fly together. Shit. We came together, we leave together. Uh, mm. I think I met you at the airport, didn't we? When we first came? Um. Oh, wait, no, I met you first in the elevator. I forgot. That's when I remember. Yes, yes, I yes. I met you first in the elevator. Because actually, I, I came early for the Korean Horizon guys. Ah, that's right. Okay. And then we all met up there, and we all went to orientation together. But I don't mm. think I was on the same bus as you or anything. No, 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 because... The person I, the first person I met at the airport was actually uh, Micah and Charlie. Oh, what? yeah, it was actually them. <laughs> Some t- somehow fate, man. Shit, mm. they were actually the first people I met. I remember. Friends yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I remember the first people I met. Yeah. I don't. To be honest, I really don't remember how I met Musa or Abena. I don't. Remember. I know how I, I know how I met Musa. I think Abena just on a night out. Because I know we were in the same class at orientation. Me and Abena. I just don't remember like any interaction between us. Well, you're same class as me as well, right? I think we, yeah, we were in the same class too. Yeah, same class, right? Yeah. So I met Musa because she came to Korean Horizon as well. So I met her yeah, the, the, the first night I arrived. Yeah. But like, I I can't remember how I met Musa at all. Shit. Well, it's not about the beginning. It's about the journey. It's right? about the journey. It's about the ending. And speaking of the ending, yeah. this is the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it have to be. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for joining me today. And thanks well, it was for, good to catch up. Yeah, it's good to catch up with you. We don't have many friends left in this country. We don't. We don't. And, like, yeah. I I, I don't know about muckily moments, whether I'm really going to end it. But, I mean, if it is the end, I'm glad I got one episode in with you towards yeah. the ending. Which is at nice. the beginning and at the end. Yeah, it's kind of nice to see our journey. Like, it's a good documentation of where everybody went. It really and is. Who knows? who knows? Maybe you'll take it up again in the future when you start a new chapter. Yeah, that's that's deep down. I think that's what I'm hoping. I mean, it would be a shame after you bought all those mics and those mic stands. <laughs> For reals, man. I'm like, this was an investment. <laughs> and the sound mixers. This was an investment, and I only yeah. use it for like two years. Like, fuck my life. <laughs> uh, Hopefully, down the line, you get to use it again. Yeah, or maybe muckily moments. Or, or keep using it. Yeah. I, I think I just need a break. That's what I need. I need a break. It's been a little tiring. And again, it's just not the same without you guys doing it with me. Mm. You know, so I, I think I just need a break. And Or maybe you need to formally start a company. <laughs> then you'll have your regulars. <laughs> that was an idea. I was thinking doing like auditions, like quote unquote auditions. <laughs> I was like, I, I need a regular. That's what I need. I need a regular. But... I need a regular friend <laughs> to have a regular. <laughs> so let me get that down first. Shit. Mm. Yeah. No, but hey, thanks for coming on, man. It's good to see no, you. No, it was, it was good to come on. It was a pleasure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll catch you around soon. Okay, man? Catch you around soon. Let you yeah. know about Sam. All righty. Uh, and of course, you can catch all of us at anchor.fm slash moments. You're only going to be with us for another week or two. Okay? <laughs> uh, wow. you'll, yeah, join us with... I'm hoping it's going to be Musa and Abena next time, okay? Oh. 
that's my last episode I'm doing. Your then, queens. The queens, yes. And then I'm doing one last one with Micah. Yeah. Mm. All right, okay. well, thanks, man. Peace. All right, peace out. Okay, bye, man. Bye. Let's see.